0: Well, my orders, operation Seawolf
1: I'm mailing a bow with Stephen Luke and he is the director of operation seawolf
0: hey Stephen hello uh, uh, really excited to be here love the ship background the Navy ships are always fun to see yes the, <laughs> you had the uh,
1: best you had the best special effects in this movie but we'll get to that
0: oh well I really appreciate that I know the uh, the team will love to hear that so thank you
1: So, okay. So now tell me the story about your real name. I won't even bother pronouncing it. Oh
0: yeah. No, I think this is fun. Um, So obviously um, much like everyone, you know, um, my name is Luke Schutzel. Uh, It's a very good German last name. Um, I was the first one in my family. You know, obviously everyone would always have trouble saying Schutzel. Um, So I came up with the saying that was like, well, it's Schutzel like pretzel. And uh, people would schutzel pretzel like it, it it really and usually when i tell tell people that um they get it i mean it's it's never a problem before or after that but until that point everyone would be like schutzli i've heard Schlotzki. i mean it's a uh, always fun uh it's always fun when people are trying to pronounce uh german last names i do the exact same thing i'm because i'm not fluent in german so uh, schutzel schutzel Schutzel, like pretzel. Yeah. So yeah, that's my, uh, that's my name. Uh, it's the name of my, my production company, um, uh, Schutzel company productions. Um, so, but I, you know, obviously because of when I first got started doing it in films, um, you know, people have trouble pronouncing the last name. People would have trouble spelling the last name in things, which is understandable. I mean, I screwed up too. Uh, so I, uh, I came up with uh, you know, obviously like actors, you know, I had stage name, uh, Stephen Luke in college, um, in one of the dorms, I was first a freshman, for some reason, like my name got mixed up with someone else's so everyone thought my name was Stephen. So kind of like the first couple days or whatever you're kind of meeting with everyone is like, Oh, this is Steven over here. And I, I just thought that was hilarious. Um, So then I kind of took that experience and I, uh, when I was thinking of a stage name that people could pronounce, I'm like, well, people can definitely say Luke and people can definitely say Steven. And so it's got that little inside joke uh, for me um, because of that. So Stephen Luke, you know, everyone always just calls me, you know, obviously through the years have gone by, done lots of productions, lots of different things. So uh, I always tell people, once we become friends, you can easily call me Luke. That's not- All right,
1: I'm calling you Luke.
0: Luke is totally fine.
1: So, uh, Luke, um, this is also a family production. I think your brother is involved, uh, right? Your brother Graham is a producer.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah, much like uh, Shultzel Company Productions, which is my production house, um, I utilize all my family members in some aspect in some way. Uh, if you've got the last name Shultzel, you get you get brought on board to do some sort of aspect. Uh, of the film i always joke with my um i'm married i've got three kids i got a a fourth one on the way which is good for you thank you um and i remember my crew would always not joke because they've used they're used to you know kind of seeing my kids grow up um they're all young you know my oldest is six but you know so they've been seeing them you know throughout when we do productions kind of getting bigger and uh, my always running joke is like yep i I have so many kids because i'm i'm training them i'm training for crew positions so i can replace you so they just think that's just so funny. Um, now,
1: I love where you grew up. Um, and also you you kind of like grew up on the land, so to speak. I think your dad's part of a sort of real estate company that sure. you got involved with at some point as a media consultant, which I got such a big kick out of that.
0: <laughs> so, yes, um, my family, uh, we grew up uh, in, as a kid. Um, uh, you know, my dad is kind of a—he's a real estate agent. Yes, of course, um, he's an auctioneer. So, um, and and it's kind of he he does both 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 skills uh, very well, um, and he kind of specializes in doing um, land auctions. Um, being from South Dakota, we have a lot of uh, you know farm ground, you know uh, grazing ground, as it would say. So, um, auctions is a very popular um, method of of selling things, uh, real estate in South Dakota. Um, so he, he, you know, as a kid, that's, that's, that's dad. And, uh, but we'd also do a lot of, you know, estate sales and different things. So, I mean, I, I can move out of house like none other, me me and my brother can, you know, if you need a fridge moved out of a basement on a stairs that you have no idea how that fridge got down in there to begin with, we'll figure it out.
1: I love it. I love it. So then how did you make the transition into filmmaking? And also, where is your love of the military? Where does that come from?
0: Oh, sure. Um, so I, uh, you know, probably much like most uh, filmmakers, you know, you have, you start with your love of movies. Um, as a younger kid, always loved doing it. I, I was very fortunate and blessed. I kind of got uh, a group of friends that um, are very, you know, they wanted to be filmmakers. I love watching movies. So, you know, kind of in that teen years, that's kind of what we did, do little different things with the camera. Um, And I have always kind of just, I had that love. uh, That's what I wanted to do. Um, And so, you know, when you kind of get to that college uh, age, you kind of have a decision to make uh, kind of like maybe what path you want to go on. And uh, my parents were always um, amazing. I mean, they always encouraged me to follow my heart, do what I wanted to do. Um, which I, so I always wanted to do filmmaking in that regard. But my, me personally, I'm a very uh, analytical person. And my brain said, Hey, there's lots of aspects to filmmaking that um, it it would be wise to learn about. And so when I went to school, um, I mean, I ended up getting history, history degree, because I I love history. Um, But I I took a lot of, you know, business classes, I took acting classes, you know, movie, film, film related classes, because I really wanted to, you know, kind of just use utilize that time to kind of work on my um skills. You know, obviously some people will go to like a film school, which is, you know, I I don't um I, I would definitely recommend um if for some of the technical aspects of things. You know, I I really liked producing films, I mean and, and other stuff. So I felt like the more of the business side of learning um that aspect would would have was going to serve me a little bit better and kind of the thing I was interested in. So um yeah so that I kind of just you know transitioned into doing films and you just kind of take one step at a time and you know do do something bigger or better and and uh, you know kind of go from there. Um, my love for the military obviously stems from um, much like everyone's I mean having relatives served in the past you know kind of learning about your family history um, you know. So what relatives served where? So I think uh, I had my um, my grandfather uh, was in um, the Air Force uh, in, during World War II. He, you know, he never got to go. Um, he was, I don't want to say he was late, but, you know, kind of much like a lot of servicemen that joined and, you know, were eligible to join in like 44 or 45 towards the end of the war. Um, they got to get, they did all their training and were ready to go and then the war was over. So uh, my grandfather was, a, I want to say like i'll probably say this wrong is it, it b it was either like a b24 bomber or b29 bomber like gunner so he was in the tail gunner so he was in the very back end of the the um the bomber where you know like it's a little ball and they have to crunch up and circle around so that that was him and that's a very low survival rate so i'm very uh fortunate that um or at least i'm so glad that he didn't have to you know, serve overseas but i mean i know for him like got his training done. He was ready to go to Europe and they gave him, because I've heard this story, they gave him, you know, like a week or a pass, whatever the pass was to kind of say, not say goodbye, but like, tell his family bye, and, you know, kind of, and then you're going over to Europe and you know, he would go on, he would go on his pass and then the war was over. So he came back, did his training, trained to go to the Pacific. Same thing. He got his leave. You know, he was getting ready to go. got his leave, came home. And then the war was over. So, uh, (laughs) didn't he didn't need to head overseas so um you know obviously he has a huge impact on me um
1: did he ever have an opportunity to see your movies
0: um unfortunately um you know he never had an opportunity to even see me so um, oh i know i know um you know he um he passed away i mean he loved that he loved uh he was a, a farmer um and he loved um loved that, obviously, but he had a love of the Air Force and a love of um, flying. He, was, he So he got his own commercial pilot's license, um, and uh, he actually uh, passed away in a plane crash. So, uh, which is yeah, very sad. Um, but you know, you know, it's kind of one of those things where like he loved. I mean, he loved flying. He he loved being in the sky. You know, stemming from that um, you know time in the military, and I think a lot of veterans are, I don't want to say they, they have a love of flying, all of them, but I think they really do hold on to that aspect of the military that they find themselves in. And uh, they do have a love of what what that life was like. And um, I do think it's something that uh, obviously he, you know, he was very proud of that. And, uh, you know, always, you know, it, it stuck with him throughout his whole life. So that's, that's, a you know, to me, that's, I feel like, if you have to uh, have to go, at least it's you know if you're doing something that you love to do.
1: absolutely. So in this film, Operation Seawolf, if you're big on the submarines, there's lots of that jazz going on, as you can see behind me. So yep. to talk about the tricks, I want to hear all about them, like you know shooting in in a submarine what that felt like and and out of the submarine and how you did all the special effects. I yes. want to
0: know everything. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, obviously, you have a challenge. Um, any every movie has their own challenges when you're you're trying to make make them. Um, some of the things that this movie presented to me that were a little bit unique. Um, you know, uh, you know, it's set on the ocean. Uh, obviously, I've got some bigger naval battles, and uh, clearly, I'm not going to be able to, um, you know, get those get those ships uh, out on the ocean to recreate those. Uh, scenes, so uh, we were leaning very heavily on the VFX team uh, to recreate those uh, sequences um, and what was you know it was kind of my first time really getting a chance to utilize so many big VFX scenes um, sequences yeah. and you know, it was first time really getting a chance to okay you know well and I felt like the whole movie was this way. This is the first movie that I've gotten to have where everything on the page kind of got to come to life, and so that was a fun experience. Because sometimes when you do films, you know, and you're trying to make your day or or get what you need to get done, you have to modify a sequence just to make right. sure you get it. And this was the first time. I mean, really, I everything that was in the final script was brought to life. Um, and obviously, interesting. Um, set of challenges when obviously we we had a lot of live filming as well you know inside the submarine on top of the submarine or inside a ship and on top of a ship so just you know obviously coordinating with that team and the actors just to say okay I know you can't see what what it is that's out there at all but uh just you know do the scene this way you know or you know do the scene like this and just trust me it'll be there like trust me it'll be just fine like so, uh, I got
1: it. I just have to tell you my Dolph Lundgren story. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. First so. of all, I met I met Dolph in the early '80s. I'm showing my age. Hello, and he literally lived on top of Mount Olympus. I kid you not.
0: I believe it. I can believe it.
1: And he's huge. Yeah. Huge. So, and lovely and smart. And I had such a great time with him. So how did he fit in those tiny little spaces?
0: (laughs) So um, we were very fortunate. Um, I got a chance to, we shot inside uh, the USS Cod, which is an American submarine uh, located in Cleveland, Ohio. I totally recommend if you're ever in Cleveland, please check out the Cod. It is amazing, incredible. Um, You know, the submarine is huge, but at the same time, it's also small. Uh, fortunately, unlike a German submarine, which I also was inside, we, you know, kind of seen how I could shoot inside it. And the German submarines are tiny, like very tiny. But the American submarines were just a little bit height-wise, you know, they, they, their hallways were just a little bit taller. So um, yeah, Dolph being inside the submarine, you, you can tell throughout the film or definitely in the studio. I mean, he he, de- you know, obviously fits, but he was just he would practice a lot of just kind of like okay. You could see when he walks, he, sometimes he's not, I don't want to say he sways, but he's trying to avoid, he's you know. He's walking like,
1: sideways. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: He's walking sideways and anything that maybe creeps down, in, you know, like a, I don't want to say a wire, but a cable, something on top. And he would avoid with his head. And it was just, I'm sure it was, um, you know, one, a more unique thing that an actor has to deal with. Um, and it was just I mean he just handled it with such grace and uh, posture and he would I mean he would get it and then he would he would he would utilize it in his performance I mean he fills i mean he fills every screen that he's on regardless I know I
1: can't I mean every every doorway he has to duck they're not really built for him (laughs) at all you've worked
0: with him a lot I've worked with him um you know during Seawolf I'd worked with him in the past on, on a movie um and I you know, after Seawolf, I did another movie called Come Out Fighting, um, that we shot last summer. And, uh, I was fortunate enough to get to work with him again. You know, I, I love working with Dolph. Um, he's just such a fantastic person, you know, and I think one of the reasons, the things that he, um, why I've been so fortunate to kind of work with him now, I think three, three plus times is I, I you know, I love giving him unique characters. And I think he sees that. I mean, he, he's, He's You're giving him and, a break. You're giving him. Yeah. Like he, he, he knows I'm trying to find something different for him to play. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's played a lot. He's played a lot of characters, a lot of roles. Awesomely. I mean, he's some of the most iconic, you know, characters in movie history. And so I think he enjoys, and he knows, like, if I'm uh, trying to see if he wants to play a certain character, like it's something that he will like. I mean, not saying he has to like everything, but it's something, Hey, it's worth, worth checking out because Luke does you know, he's not just giving me a generic character that I've played before. He's, he's going to try to let me do something unique and different. And um, yeah, I mean, for Seawolf, we got to, I mean, one of the, you know, kind of prerequisites, my producing partner, Andre Relis came with me, how it kind of really got started is, Hey, Dolph wants to play a submarine captain. What do you got? And so I, uh, that's kind of how the story, you know, that's how I the movie started. And so I pieced together, you know, a story and, and, got it over to Dolph and he loved it. And uh he, I heard back from him right away, which is not that it, that's uncommon, but sometimes, you know, actors it takes a bit with their schedules. Um, and he, he was like, Hey, I love this character. I really want to develop him with you. I want to develop the story with you because Dolph is an amazing storyteller. I mean, oh yeah. Amazing actor. I mean, he directs, I mean, he's directed a couple projects, you know, I'm sh- you know, even though he might not be a producer per se, he's been producing, like he knows the, he knows the whole, how to do everything. And uh, just a tremendous wealth of experience. So it was fun on this one to kind of get to work together, you know, via phone calls, via emails of, you know, story and script. And really, you know, for me, just to kind of learn from, you know, someone with his experience and knowledge. I mean, just incredible uh incredible man super super smart super nice and um
1: he's like MIT educated right he's brilliant yeah
0: yeah I I always I always say like you know you know working with Dolph is I mean he's smarter than I am so I listen when he has to say something so
1: and then you also got to work with Tom Berenger twice I think another legendary actor
0: yeah tom i love tom so much uh just such a sweet sweet soul um amazing human being i yeah i got to work with him twice it's always fun when you can have an actor play a character and then get to kind of do a sequel and he's willing to come back and play the same character that always you know that always means he must have enjoyed it and had a good time so um yeah i mean and tom and tom is just such a um you know, he was kind of the first actor that um, and not that I wouldn't experience this with other named actors, but where I really got a chance to see how um, an actor can just and I, I'm not trying to put down Tom as if he didn't prepare for the role by any means. But he I, this was the first time I've ever seen a real actor like or I've gotten to see a professional really just kind of like, hey, these are some new lines, you know, for the scene or, you know, I, I would write a new I had a new scene and I gave him to Tom like I'm sure he hadn't seen the scene yet. And he literally looked through it and read it and then, okay, great. And like, he had that thing memorized. And I mean, just, I think, I think, I mean, he had everything, he had his lines memorized, but I think he had the whole scene memorized within one reading. And so it's just, it was amazing to watch, you know, that is a professional actor. They can have brand new scenes given to them right before they're supposed to shoot. And they got it. They they deliver.
1: So, I know you've acted many, many, many times. Are you, do you like mixing it up and acting, directing, acting, directing together? Talk about that.
0: Yeah, so um, I do enjoy acting. Um, my first love of filmmaking is to act. Um, you know, acting, I always call it, that's the art for me. Mm. Um, it, you know, and it allows me to play a character that I, I'm not normally. I mean, obviously, obviously in most, most actors, that's the case. And uh, I love that aspect of just trying to find different pieces of, of who, who, you know, if I was this person in real life, you know, like this is how I would think I would be. And it gives me a chance to just kind of try on, you know, whether that be a hero, a villain, someone who's, you know, uh, sad, I don't want to say sad, like make it so simple, but just, you know, dealing with different issues and, 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 you know, reacting to them and but then also knowing like oh I you know me as a person like no I would never be that way like I couldn't do that but at least this gives me a chance to kind of you know get that out of my soul um so so uh I'm very picky on when I kind of come out and play um in in different things um but you know the directing has kind of really allowed me to uh you know directors obviously work you know, have a story in mind that they're trying to tell, but I get to work really close with all the actors. And that I think that's just, that has been a real blessing to me because I love, I love acting. I love working with the actors and it's fun to just go on rabbit holes and discuss character and, you know, and then, but I also think the best, I think actors make the best directors. Yeah, I so. would, um, yeah, I'm definitely biased. And I, I would agree as well. I mean, it, 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 um, it definitely, uh, I think just make it definitely at the bare minimum, you know, uh, it allows characters really to shine a lot more and because you can kind of, you go, you can dive in, you know, what those actors kind of have to, you know, experience and, and um, you know, actors have a way of, you know, they live in those characters' shoes. I mean, they develop backstories, they walk a million miles in those characters back and forth and back and forth. And, and sometimes, you know, you want to lean on them for like, well, what do you see your character? I mean, how do you see, this going and it doesn't necessarily mean you have to do everything that maybe the actor sees their character do but you can really start then developing that relationship of like going together on their journey and like how you can you know naturally organically you know go on the ride together so I I do think that when you are an actor as a director it really does uh, make for a better story
1: well, I'm your new biggest fan. I mean, I just discovered you in this film. So I'm so looking forward to much more from you,
0: Luke. Well, awesome. Well, I uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, Operation Sea Wolf, it's out today in select theaters. So uh, get a chance to see it. I think it's also out digitally on October 25th. So um, yeah, it's always fun to kind of get the movie gets released and people get to watch it. And, you know, the cast and crew and their friends and their relatives can see all their work. And, and to me, that's what it's all about. I mean, obviously you want the movie to be good. I think all my movies are are good. Um, But I, you know, I'm really proud of everyone that gave me their time in order to create it. And so awesome to be able to showcase, you know, their work. So um, it's very exciting moment.
1: Cool. Will you say hi to Zal for me. I love him.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll, uh, yeah. Next time I talk to him, I, I talk to him. I don't want to say. Right.
1: remember me. It was such a long time ago. I should send you the picture of us together. Then I, he'll remember I, me.
0: I would love to see. It. He, you know, he's got an amazing memory, so I wouldn't be surprised. Don't sell yourself short.
1: Yeah. All right. It was so nice to meet you.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it.
1: All right. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. Bye. Only you both, every man decides his own fate
0: Always new, always refreshing, always candid, o- always filling about Robin Milling delivers what celebrities are saying to you. <laughs> you, you
1: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere
0: Dearly beloved,
1: we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?